Hello, welcome to the Fauna Paradigm podcast. This is part two of an episode where we chat about cockatiels. We also talk about mental health, games, crafts, and just general chat. I hope you like listening in. decide that instead of sitting on my shoulder the best place is to sit on the phone okay yeah. do you think you can see the script like what's happening on the screen or see? i don't know what bird eyes are like oh that's cute yeah it's You're the reflection on the phone without holding it up yeah look see it likes the lights and things yeah but apparently it's really weird apparently like you know with these sort of phones you touch the screen it lights up he can do that with yeah. his beak okay what are you doing one of the bird apps, like games. <laughs> Should be apps for birds where they can like peck at little ants or something on the screen. Yeah, totally. What he's doing is called beat banging. That means he's claiming that as his. Right. Yeah, or attention. It's not. It's not so. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, darling, it's not. Oh, there you go. That was a kiss. This is what he does. You right? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Oh. I don't know how that can hurt you. It doesn't hurt you doing that. Yeah. It's got a screen protector. what that makes for. Oh, I just like, oh, that would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. Okay, 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 that's enough. That's enough. Yes. Uh, what does oh, he eat? There we go. <laughs> yes, thank you. Peekaboo. That's the peekaboo. That's cute. Peekaboo. Okay. That's enough. Yes, peekaboo. Thank you. It's alright. It's relevant ambient noises. <laughs> <laughs> he just started going off. Your little show off. That's cute. Now he's quiet. He's like, yeah, I'm done. He eats um, seed, like bird seed, but he also gets, um, how would he, uh, he likes corn, he loves his corn, he's a fiend for it, and peas, because of course they're sweet and they're crunchy. Um, but he gets a mixture of, um, there's like a fruit mix that I give him, um, he also gets fresh veggies, loves his spinach. Um, there's this mix of food and uh, like veggies and fruits called chop, which is basically um, all the best like fruit and veggies for them. So like it's like um, there's a broccoli, and carrot and spinach and chickpeas and all that kind of stuff. You chop it up really fine and they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a treat occasionally of um, 
noodles or spaghetti. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. That's allowed. I did a lot of research. Anytime I go to feed him anything, I immediately look it up and see if it's okay. And if it's not, he doesn't get it. Um, mm -hmm. But he doesn't care if it's bird food or not. If I'm eating it, he wants it. It's food, so he wants it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're his flock, so. Yes. Um, I took him to the vet a little while ago for yearly checkup, and the vet basically said that he was in very good health, or, or as Tim put it, rude health. <laughs> He's healthier than I am. <laughs> ah, he was like, I, I was so worried that I haven't been looking after him properly, but no. He's a tiny little bit underweight, but otherwise he's fine. Huh. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> I'm just like, put bird on scale and like, he barely weighs a thing. Hey, Bebo? Aren't you? Tiny. You little chonker? Aren't you? He loves <laughs> to do this. As soon as I put him on my arm, he's like straight up the arm under my shoulder. Aren't you? Um, didn't pre-ask you this. What's the worst thing he's destroyed? My engagement ring. <gasps> no. He chewed a couple of the diamonds out of it. Oh my god. I don't know how, bad. but he managed to peck loose two of the diamonds and swallowed one. Oh no. Did he poop it out? Yeah. Yeah. I had to oh. search through his Sift. poop to get it. <laughs> scared the absolute crap out of me. I rang the vet in a panic and it's mm -hmm. like, how small was it? And I'm like, really tiny, like the size of a full yeah, stop. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's okay, he'll poop straight out. I'm like, uh-huh. My bird just swallowed a diamond, okay? I was worried that it had hurt him inside, but no, he was totally Yeah, fine. like cut him up or something. No, it was small oh, enough, like the size of a bird seat, so it didn't matter. But yeah, that yeah. and a printer cable. He chewed through. Expensive too. Expensive appetite. Hey you. I've actually got to take the oh there he goes. I've actually got to take the ring back to the jeweler when it's open to get it repaired. Yeah. Five hundred dollar engagement so ring ruined it. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea that they'd come out, but apparently they did. The diamonds. Mm, well, I guess the beaks are made for like prying little things yeah. open, so it just got the little prongs. Completely just, yeah, just chewed it and like, because I was having a nap and he loves shiny things. And next minute I hear this cr sort of crunchy and I'm like, oh no, what's going on? And there's a diamond missing and I'm like, oh no. Oh my god. Oh, and I was horrified. I'm like, okay, that's going away. I have nightmares about my engagement ring happening. <laughs> like, things happening to us. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, keep it away from the, the fur kids and you'll be fine. Oh, well, they haven't. Yeah, they don't have access to it, so... Yeah. Though, they do like removing things that they think don't belong on your body, so like they'll try and take my earrings out. Yeah, or, yeah, um, if it's shiny, your moles attack or something, it. she'll be like, oh, remove that, that shouldn't be there. Yeah, actually, I've got a, a scar on my hand where I have, had, had surgery um, ages ago, and um, he was pecking at the scar, and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's plucking the little hairs on either side of it, trying to groom me. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but apparently that's what they do. They groom their, they, they groom their people. Mm. His, uh, Tim had him on his shoulder. And he's like, what are you doing? And I said, oh, he's grooming you. And he goes, what? I said, yeah. He was just plucking in his hair. And that's his way of grooming. Yeah. 
Do you have to, what do you need to do to look after him? Um, for Stormy, he gets a mm-hmm. bath twice a week. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they get a lot of uh, feather dust. Okay. Yeah, because like the, there's like when the feathers come through, there's like a little keratin sheath around it. And um, that'll break down as the feather develops and grows, and it turns into like little bits of dust. And there's always tiny bits of feathers, so they, yeah, they have, they're very dusty birds. So he gets a bath. So I take him into the shower, and he'll stand under the shower and just sort of like just stand there and just, yeah, enjoy it and clean himself. Um, and then once he's done, he'll flap himself dry, and of course, I get water all over me for it. Because he's like, okay, I've had my shower, now it's your turn. <laughs> just water everywhere. I used to try putting him in a little tub of water, didn't like it. Tried a spray wow. bottle, didn't like it. Put him in the shower, loves it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Loves a shower. I might get him a bird bath eventually. But no. Um, yeah, twice a week is the recommended... Um, recommended way of doing it in the burrow. Oh, especially when they molt. Oh my goodness, there's just fluff and dust everywhere. Twice That's a year. seasonal or constant? Twice a year. Well, they always molt a little bit or during the year. What I've been told by the vet, twice a year they have a major molt. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, like beginning of winter and like when it gets warmer. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, there's always feather dust and feathers everywhere. Isn't that like Birdo? Sometimes he looks a bit like a ball of vulture because he's missing feathers. Like um, his crest, he's lost a couple of his crest feathers a little while ago. Uh, actually, no, he lost nearly all of them when he first had his first molt. His very first molt when he hit a year old, it was just like he had, he, his mohawk was gone. <laughs> his little mohawk, I call it. We'll need to share some photos of him on the Facebook and the blog and the... Yeah. Website too, I think. I've got yeah. the one of him in his food bowl. Yeah. I asked the vet, why does he sit in his food bowl? And he said, because it feels good. Okay. Sensory. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you can see the picture. That's oh, probably a bit. No, probably can't no see I can't that. see that, but yeah. maybe you can um, email, me, email it to me after. Yeah. Good. Oh, there it is. I sent it on Facebook. There we are. He likes to sit in front of the um, fan after a bath and um, uh-huh. like dry out. <laughs> yeah, he, he always looks like <laughs> he looks like a drowned rat after a bath. He's all damp. <laughs> it's really funny. He just looks all bedraggled and everything, but he's like just had his bath. So yeah, he'll sit there in front of the heater or the fan, depending on the weather, and just fluff up and dry out. I've got so many. I'm, I'm a, a, one of those crazy pet parents that just has to photograph everything. Why everything's cute, so. Oh, yeah, he knows it too. He's such a poser. Every time I get the phone out to take a photo, he starts to pose. It's crazy. So, since you do so much arty related things, do you do art of him? Um, I've tried drawing him a couple of times. Um, I was going to get a picture of him turned into a custom diamond painting, but I haven't had that done yet. Where is it? Oh yeah, there's this photo of him that I've sent you. He's, abs- he's on his swing and he looks absolutely adorable. 
But um, I think maybe I should try drawing him again. But I'd have to draw it from a photo because he'll never sit still. <laughs> he doesn't like to yeah. sit still very often. Um, Make him a 3D modelled oh, friend. <laughs> maybe. But I want to get him a friend. Because the vet oh, recommended yeah. highly that he gets a friend. So mm -hmm. when things are open again and I can visit um, adoption centres, I'm going to adopt another birdie. Because yeah. I'm not going to buy one from a pet store. I'm all about adoption. Yeah. Yep. Best thing to do. But sometimes, sometimes you just see a pet in the pet shop and you just can't resist it. <laughs> yeah, I look at so it as rescuing them pretty much. When it was in that situation, yes. Same with my Chloe. She was a very similar sort of situation there, so we couldn't resist yeah. grabbing her. Yeah, I always look at it as a rescue rather than purchasing. It's like they shouldn't be in pet stores. Mm. No, it should all be like either buying from a recognised registered breeder or buying for or, or adopting. I will always adopt yeah. a pet. Does mm. he cost me ninety dollars for him and sixty dollars for the cage? I thought it was really expensive. Because he was the only one there. So I have to get him I get him a friend. <laughs> that way then they can chirp to each other and not bother me. Yes. Yeah. Because I know he gets lonely. He can hear the other birdies outside. I'll put him near the window and he'll chirp to them. And then he gets really sad because they don't chirp back. Yeah, he sounds so lonely and I'm like, dude, there's a long time to bird. But <laughs> Look about his mental health, I was going to ask you, does having pets help you with your mental health or does it make it worse? Or Oh no, absolutely. Up? I'd probably go nuts without him. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely, I think it is one of the best things you could do um, to help with like depression and stuff because um, I mean they're just adorable. Gives you a reason to get up out of bed as well. I found. Oh yeah, he he won't let me sleep in. <laughs> yeah. I'm used to waking up at about nine nine thirty. He gets up at eight thirty, and I have to get up. Uh -huh. Exactly. If I don't, he'll start screeching, and I'm like, no, I'll have to get up. It's just perfect alarm clock. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I was living with a friend of mine before I got placed in now, I swear if it hadn't been for Stormy, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. I highly recommend people who have like mental health disorders to either visit a shelter or adopt a pet or go hug a friend's pet. Um, my daughter's mental health definitely improved when she got her cat on it. He was a rescue. Yeah. Um, my ferrets definitely helped me. They got me out of the house. I was going to like fun days and things with total strangers, and that's a huge deal with someone with anxiety. So yeah, oh, and yeah. I'm talking about them. Public. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the podcast is a great idea. I get to talk to all kinds of people. I'll have to talk to Tim and see oh, if he's got any fun stories about like the cats he grew up with, and um, yeah. his his mum's um, ducks and their chickens. The ducks especially because so many people have experiences with cats and dogs and not so many experiences with other animals. That's why I thought I'd focus on ferrets and, and air quote exotic pets as in the ones you have to get a special vet for oh, if, you yeah. good, if you want good um, advice. Yeah. So. One thing that really irritates me is that a lot of places only cater to cats and dogs. Like yes, a lot of the pet stores 
all the specialist yeah. pet stores, there's a, a store just down the road and it caters to dogs with like fancy beds and coats and shoes and oh. all that kind of other crap. The only place I could really get toys for him is like the big stores like Pet Barn and stuff, but uh -huh. they're usually overpriced and they're not that safe for them. Yeah, I've noticed that too with things there, I'm like, no, I'm not sure about that. I'd rather so. go spend them like $20, $30 at the avian vet that I take him to, to buy a toy that is like vet certified safe. Because uh -huh. they can't have anything with um, like uh, rope or string or anything like that because it can oh, okay. actually get, it gets caught in their stomach or their crop and can cause oh. like damage and you have to get it removed surgically and I'd rather not right. do that. So cardboard yeah. is okay, wood is okay, or certain types of wood. Um, plastic sometimes. But um, yeah, if you're ever going to get your, your pet a toy, make sure that it's safe. That there's no yes. loose edges or metal that can they, get, they can get caught on. So, um, Alright, girls, come here. Ow, 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 don't bite me. Come here. Oh. He, he wants attention, but as soon as I go to get him, well, I suppose, you know, it's his house, so yeah, he'll, he'll bite. Why don't you go, go? Hmm? Yeah. Ow, cutie, pest. Hmm? Sometimes he, um, I think he picks up on how I'm feeling and he'll be in a bit of a crabby mood as well. Aww. Well, pets know when you're not up, when you're not feeling right. That's true. Yeah. Do you ever have that with your, like, with Freya, or, uh-oh? Yeah. Um... I mean... Uh... Yeah. And, yeah, to be honest, I haven't actually been in too many sad moods since... for a little while now, but, um... Well, yeah, cool. I guess they get more cuddly, and, um... I know that some of my previous ferrets especially, they, you know, lick your tears away, or, Aww. you know, whatever. It was really cute. I mean... You know, some people might be oh, it's salty, but they seem to be paying a lot more attention. So, yeah, to he does. Cuddling. He'll um, he'll like sit on my shoulder and he'll do his little squeaky beak noise while he's sitting there. Thank <laughs> you, buddy. Love your pets. Uh, I was going to ask, um, are there any products or things you couldn't do without when it comes to um, stormy care? Um. Hmm. Toys definitely. They always need something to keep their minds busy. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're very much into like foraging and exploring and stuff like that and chewing on stuff. Always got to keep them busy. Otherwise mm -hmm. they can actually get depressed. I've had it yeah. happen. <laughs> I had mm -hmm. like my lovebird um, cuddle pie. Um, snuggle pot had to be put down because she got really sick and couldn't be treated. And um, after that he bonded to me and uh, I had to keep him busy, otherwise he'd get upset. And I actually, <laughs> I actually had a bird that was on depression medication for a while. Mm -hmm. It can happen. Totally. Because um, um, they're so yeah. smart, aren't you? Yeah, clever. But yeah, same sort of thing happens with ferrets when one of their business passes away. We had to hand feed some of ours and be like, it's okay, you know, lots of cuddles and. Uh, well, I ended up giving um, cold pie away to a friend of Tim's mum who runs a wildlife sanctuary 
So uh -huh. he's in a cage with other little parrots and stuff and having the time of his life, last I heard. So he's doing all right. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, fruit and veggies and definitely could not do without... Ah! Thanks, bird. Ah. He'll do that. Turn around and whack him in the face with his tail. Um, definitely his um, fruit and veggies. Very essential. Uh -huh. Balanced diet. Don't want a fat bird, do we? You hear the birds outside, that's why his crest is up. That's just like, what's going on sort of thing. Last question from me before um, I have to head off, unfortunately, is do you have any... <laughs> do you have any media that you recommend that has uh, a cockatiel in it? Uh, there are actually videos on YouTube of cockatiel sounds that people okay. recommend you play for them. So they can hear another Aww. bird, especially if they're a solitary bird like this one. Um, uh -huh. Or when I go out, I'll put the TV on for him. But yeah, um, yeah anything that's got bird sounds or another cockatiel, definitely. Uh -huh. Or um, even a recording of your own voice, um, yeah. like reading or something. You know, uh -huh. as long as I can hear you. Um, or if you can, um, like if you have a friend, have them look after him as well, look after them. Because they, they have to have their company or at least some kind of simulation, otherwise they get bored. And when they get bored, they start to feather pluck and you don't want that. Uh, no. No. I've had that happen. It's not fun because um, Snugglepot had it after. Snugglepot had it after. No, sorry, Snugglepot passed away. Cuddlepie, sorry, had it after his sister passed away. Um, okay. Ended up with a ball of bird, so I had to put the cone of shame on him until his feathers grew back. He didn't like that. No, that would have yeah. been a tiny kind of shame. It was like just a piece <laughs> of felt that I put around his neck. Because um, I tried a plastic cone and he just chewed it to pieces. But yeah, with yeah. felt, he'd sort of pick at it and then leave it alone. Um, but no, bored and bad for birds, definitely. Yeah. Um, by media, I'm all meant for humans to watch. Like anything, um, um, do you watch anything that has cockatiels in it or any um, games or? There are definite, there are some videos on YouTube by vets and um, bird owners to like learn about behaviours and stuff like that. But I would definitely, um, I'd contact um, um, bird vets, especially, and say, you know, what do you recommend in the way of like videos and stuff to watch? But there are always instructional videos online. Um, but I'd always watch the ones who are by experienced bird owners, definitely. Not just anybody who's uploaded a video, but someone who's had them for ages, like, you know, at least four or five years and know what they're doing. Because as you said, there's a lot of misinformation. Um, but yeah, always do your research and always double check. Because otherwise you don't want a fat bird or a birdie who plucks their feathers. But they're not that difficult to look after once you've done your research. Um, you just, yeah, better make sure that you keep them entertained. Yeah. Well, try to. But if you're working from home, it's a little difficult. Yeah, I think it is for most people working from home with pets or children. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as you probably noticed, there's been a couple of times I've tried to get some work done and I can't because Stormy wants attention. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think they're 
I think there are actually books out there you can read as well about goat care. I'm pretty uh -huh. sure, like, um, you can order online books about looking after cockatiels and other parrots. Uh -huh. Yeah. Cool. Game I'm playing at the moment, Animal Pullers has some pretty good bird characters in it. So. <laughs> Not very educational, but it's cute. <laughs> Well, I actually have to head off. I'm allowed outside because I'm in Adelaide. So oh, okay. jealousy, right? <laughs> well, I can go out for exercise, going shopping, or visiting my partner. That's yep. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So other than that, you're going to stay inside. Do you have to wear masks when you go out? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. we do too. Mm. Uh, I can't wait until we've hit our vaccination target. I think they said 70% for the first jab and 80% double vaccinated, and then, it's, then, then it will be safe, apparently. I had my first one today, so Yay. I'll be happy. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep, I already had mine, both doses. I, did, oh, I, I just hope this all goes away soon. <laughs> Boy. That would be nice. Oh, Very yeah. Good. So everything's going to go ahead for the wedding, all good? Uh, yes, it should be. I've got some, um, the listeners, I'm getting married in a few weeks. Um, yes, it should be going ahead. Um, we've got some rules that have to change, like we're not allowed to dance. Oh. Um, yeah, we were allowed to dance until a few days ago when they changed the rules again. Said that because we have more than 50 people, we're not allowed to dance now. So, oh. But before it was, if you have... You're not allowed more than 50 at all, so it's, well, it is, it's still happening, so a toss-up. Yeah, and I think we have to wear masks um, some of the time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm getting a pretty one made, so I'm actually going to get my dress fitting right now, so <laughs> we've got masks for that. Wedding masks, people, that's, um, <laughs> that's going to be a fun memory for the future. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks so much for talking with me, no uh, Robin. I hope people learned something about this. Goodbye, Stormy. Goodbye. Thanks again, Robin, for talking with me. And sorry again for the complete mess up with the audio. Um, I also made a mistake there. I said Animal Pause is the game. It's actually called Garden Pause. It's a really fun game go around and you farm things and you do little missions it's very cute and I'm enjoying it more than um, I enjoyed Animal Crossing so that's probably why my brain went animal pause also uh, just so you know the wedding went fantastically uh, I got to see um, a whole lot of amazing animals <laughs> which is a funny thing to say about a wedding but I did um, because as you heard then we thought we weren't allowed to dance so we booked um, animal capers to come which has native animals and we booked a magician and then on the Thursday before the wedding the rules changed again and we were allowed to dance this is not as long as there's not more than 50 people on the dance floor so I was like oh my gosh um very excited and so we actually got to dance a bit um but because I booked so many things <laughs> at time was sort of split but people said it was a magical fairy tale sort of event and I was very happy for the most part. <laughs> a few tiny little things, but there always is. I've heard and it didn't go long enough, which is something else that everyone always says.
I've shared a few photos to the Facebook page of me with an owl. And the ferrets were mentioned in a few of the speeches. <laughs> Everyone knows us so well. Yes, yeah, so if you could please subscribe, follow, join me on Facebook, Stolen Our Hearts, send me an email, offer to be a guest. I'm happy to talk to you. It doesn't have to be for 49 minutes. Uh, it can be a short little interview, uh, just a little chat, and get some information out there about pet care. And again, if you know anyone interested in exotic pets, please share the link to the podcast. Talk to you next week.